Assalamu alaikum and welcome everyone to the Safina Society podcast. This is Moin. I'm here today with Dr. Shadi Al Masri and one of our other Safina students, Ali bin Saad, today. First of all, I'd like to start off by thanking our listeners, and I hope that everyone enjoyed our last two podcasts. We'd like to apologize for some of the mic issues that we've been having. We're working on trying to fix that, so inshallah, please bear with us, and please please have patience as we fix that. Last week, we came at you with uh, a talk about technology and a little talk about knowledge and how to attain it and having the right scholars and the right teachers so, inshallah, this week we're going to be talking about gender roles. Before I get started, I'd also like to cue you guys in that our conversations are unscripted and they're live, so it's a very casual conversation between me and Dr. Shadi, and inshallah, as we move forward, we're going to have more guest speakers and guest scholars on here as well. So, just so you know, this is just live conversation, so sit back and listen as we begin our discussion today. So let's get started. Assalamu alaikum, Dr. Shadi. How's it going? I'm doing well. Alhamdulillah. How are you doing today? What do you got for us? I got a lot for you. I got a lot for you today. All right, shoot. So the most, uh, so this is kind of funny that I bring this up, but uh, my brother, he was taking recently a class on women and gender studies. Oh, it's a disaster. Why would he do that to himself? And so he, he sends me a picture one day of uh, an image. It has about, about I would say, 20 symbols on it. Before, I thought, you know, that you, you've seen the symbol for a male and a female. It's yeah. like a circle, you know, with the, with the two lines. So there's now a symbol for, you know, anything that you could possibly think yeah, of. Yeah, they're, they're making up stuff. By now, now there's male, female, transgender. There's one who's, there's the, the symbol for one who's partially transgender. There's Here, even one for a cyborg. So Here's the thing. Why don't they start moving away from being humans? And that'll make our life much easier. Surprisingly, too. there's actually one. <laughs> be, <laughs> believe it or not, there's actually one, a symbol for someone who's transitioning out of being a human and to, trans, to a computer. To a cyborg. A computer. To a cyborg. Well, you know computers only last like six years, right? <laughs> if, you have a, if you have a computer, it's going to last you six years. So what is he going to do then? Believe it or not, there's actually people today who yeah. believe, like Elon Musk is one of these people, Mark Zuckerberg is one of these people. Yeah. They believe that in 50 years or X many number of years that yeah. we'll all be living inside of computer. Uh-huh. And in order to protect themselves from being inside of this computer and being punished by this computer, yeah. they pay money and spend billions of dollars uh-huh. to actually fund the creation of this computer because they believe... So they want to own it and control it. No, so they believe that if they don't fund this computer now... Someone else will. No, that the computer itself will torture them later. Oh, really? <laughs> when right. it's powerful enough. As right. ridiculous as this sounds. <laughs> well, so, it's, yeah. so, it's, so it's basically their God. Like it's, it's, it's essentially... Their, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 it is. It is. And, and also, we, see, see, we started with gender, but we're now moving to species. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? And, and, and it's become absolutely ridiculous now. And this is what I want to talk about today because it's just been... This yeah, is a you crazy know, the topic thing is that uh, this stuff all is born and it's produced and it manifests and grows in a very small environment in the society. Namely, certain departments on uh, at universities, at certain universities, usually the universities where the rich kids don't do anything. You're not going to have this in engineering school, for example, right? Where in these departments, uh, uh, this stuff takes place. And on Twitter, this stuff takes place. In real life, 
right? In real life, this, this stuff usually has no application. I mean, it's true. I'm, I mean, I've never personally met someone who's transitioning to a cyborg. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure I, I probably... And, and, here, and here's the thing. I'm, tell, I'm telling you why... Uh, uh, I, I'm, I was thinking the other day, Allah's allowing this to happen. He doesn't want these people to reproduce. Right? It's, it's not a good uh, product, so don't reproduce it. So most of these people, they... Yeah, not to... to I, I, and on one sense, it's the thing is so ridiculous. On the other sense, in another perspective, most of these people almost don't want to laugh because they're ill. I think they're actually ill. Absolutely, absolutely. And in that case, I'm worried about you know um, if I I, I, I dis have a lot of disdain for the concept. I think it's absurd. I don't even think it needs to be said as absurd. But I think that most of the people who uh, take on these things, they're cases, right? They need treatment. And they're totally mesquine. And this is the result of, you have a whole society, so many fundamentals have been broken down. Besides that faith has been broken down, people don't have anything to believe in. They don't know why they're, they're here or where they're going. Other fundamentals that distracted you, right? Just, just kept you distracted, like family is broken down. Right, right, absolutely. And loneliness is like a puddle, right? And, and you know what, there's a puddle of water that's still... Malaria comes and all sorts of sicknesses come, and I think this is the result. And and here's the thing, before, right, even in the Muslim community, when I say before, I mean traditionally, uh -huh. right. In the Muslim community, it was very simple. There yeah. was males and there was females. Even amongst the kafar. Ab absolutely, exactly, right? exactly. The kafar were more normal. Yeah, right. It was it was very simple. Yeah. Now, by the way, is... I don't even know if you can say kafar anymore. Muslim public, oh, they don't yeah, even want us yeah, to say the word course. kufar. They want us to say, what is the... Non-believer. Non non oh, or how about our brethren from the Ahlul Kitab or whatever. Right. They got all sorts of political <laughs> things. Absolutely. I'm just yeah. waiting for the satanic groups to grow to see if they're going to be your brethren or not, right? Exactly. So that's exactly. Right. just a little a political correctness so that we can be politically correct. <laughs> so the... Uh, Non-believers. <laughs> uh, you, you can say kufar with me. I know I don't tolerate that stuff. I'm not running for office. I'm not trying to get invited anywhere, so I'm fine. So here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Now the role of gender and what it means has transitioned so much, yeah. so much so that, you know, I always make this joke, and you see this meme all the time on the internet, you know, that I now sexually identify as an attack helicopter, or uh -huh. I identify as a toaster, because uh -huh. this is meant to be a joke, but it's true. Right, yeah. the yeah. the the way that people and including Muslims have now defined gender that it's all just fluid. Yeah, it can it's flow. It can flow from one to another. It doesn't matter, and it's all based upon your environment and what it means. Yeah. So, what I'd really like to ask you today, and what I really want to talk about, is what is gender in Islam, and how is it defined by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? Okay, gender. Uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. The answer to this question is actually very simple, right? In one ayah, okay. This ayah is so simple, right? We created you males and females. Such an ayah was not even given any second thought to ever be part of evidence in anything, if you think about it. If you go look at the what they what they call ayat al-ahkam, the verses that are evidences, okay? You will not see... That, that we created you males and females will ever be a part of evidence, right? Because it wasn't an issue. It was a given all throughout the world that there's males and females. Now, uh, gender and sex in Islam are, uh, we could say, synonymous, with the exception of those born of both genders, right? And in the time of Ali bin Abi Talib, 
they brought him one male who uh, one person who was born with both genders and Allah created him with this test so he said they said should he join the males or the females he said how does he go to the bathroom Right? That's how they judge it at the time. Others said, what does he feel that's predominant? Sayyidina Ali was more correct because he looked now at what is objective. Your feelings can change. Right? So gender, so sex was known by your physical body part. Right? Very simple. Mm -hmm. And then gender as well was given guidance. We had guidance on gender. Prophet peace be upon him. Uh, a hadith that we have to bring up. He said, cursed is the male, a man who acts like a, a woman and a woman who acts like a man. Right, it was actually very cut and dry, and it still is cut and dry. No matter how complicated, convoluted, and philosophical the darkness gets, the truth is very simple. Right, right. And uh, you could probably do ten, uh, ten PhDs on contemporary gender theories. It's all darkness. It's all shadows. Right, when the light is one. Same thing with evolution. They say, oh, you don't understand evolution. I don't need to understand it. All I need to understand is that Allah Azza wa told us He created Adam and Eve directly in many ayahs and many hadith from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Like, uh, you, like you don't understand the Hindu pantheon, do you? No. You don't understand bit, the bit. Greek pantheon, right? You don't know about the Greek pantheon. You don't know how many pagan cultures are there. You don't, you don't need to. All you need to know, la ilaha illallah, that's it. There are no idols. So I want people to realize that no matter how convoluted and complicated and how many professorships and, and department chairs are for, for the darkness, you're not obligated to know all this stuff. All you need to know is the one source of light, right? So, uh, and then, of course, is fad kifaya, communal obligation for one or two people to study the darknesses so that they could refute it, right? And, and refuting it by finding the internal. Uh, absolutely. And you know what's happened, and I would say over the last 10 years or so, the movement for LGBT has also caused a lot of issues in our community in what defines being a male, what defines being a female, mm -hmm. what roles do you have and what do you need to do, yeah. right? So I'll give you an example. And this is a, a friend of mine. He recently had a, he, a few years ago, actually, he had a kid, but recently he had another one. And he was telling me about how his wife was really into the concept of gender neutrality okay. when they raised their kid, okay. right? So when they raised the kid, they made sure that mm -hmm. he doesn't wear pink. He doesn't have any like purple or, or violet blue. or blue, any any traditionally uh, colors that were traditionally associated with the mm. feminine gender. That's oppression, isn't it? Right. So <laughs> what they did, they picked <laughs> all, and this is this is actually a big <laughs> a big thing nowadays. People try to make sure that their kids are very gender neutral. Yeah. So the kid grew up, and now he's like six, seven years old, and. All of a sudden... You he, know this individual? Yes, yes, I know this How individual. did that... Uh, that's another question. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay. is a non, this is a non-Muslim. Okay. He happens to be a oh, friend. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, so the, the friend of mine, he's actually not into this nonsense. So he was like, but his wife is. So he was okay. telling me the story. And he was like, you know, the, the, my, my son is around seven years old now. Mm -hmm. And he's like, my son absolutely loves cars. Okay. Right? And she's upset about that. Yeah, she's upset because she thinks that he influenced the kids somehow yeah. in some way, shape, or another. Okay. And he's like, you know, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's like, why is it abnormal for a guy to love cars? He's like, I don't understand this whole thing. Yeah. Right? And here's my thing. And, and, and I'd like to hear your opinion on it is, why is it abnormal uh -huh. for someone to like one thing over the other? Or a role, why is it wrong for one role to have one thing to do uh -huh. and another to have another responsibility? If Islam doesn't say yeah. that one is better than the other, then why do we? Saying that, say again? So here's an example. Yeah. Right? Traditionally, 
women tended to be the caretakers of the household. So they should play. So they should, they should do. They should their play should imitate certain. Is that what they're saying? I'm not even saying this right, but mm-hmm. traditionally that's how they were, yeah. and traditionally men tended to go out. Right. Okay. Now, depending on your family situation, it might change a little bit. There are exceptions. Right. Yeah. There are exceptions, of course. Right. Yeah. And 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 it depends on how you define it in your family. However. Yeah. My thing is, why is one better than the other or one worse than the other, right? This is how people think. It's that's, like, oh. it's, yeah, that's a European issue. Yeah, that's a European problem, Where right? They're, 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 uh, I don't even know if you could talk about this. You'd probably be uh, – a lot of people would object. But feminism, if you look at it, it's manism in a sense. It's like it's not just anymore. It's not just seeking rights, right, like the suffragettes in England, right? It's actually look taking the man as a model or the man of the past as a model, right? And holding up what he's doing, right, to be some kind of ideal. And a lot of feminists, by the way, have said this, right? Right. They've said this. They've critiqued feminism that you're still, whether you realize it or not, you're placing the male and his jobs and his duties as a model. As the ideal. As an ideal. Right. Who said it's ideal in the first place? We, as, as like from our psych cosmology... We want to say the male is an ideal in the first place. Right. Right? Uh, oh, oh, uh, being in line with Allah, Azzawajal, whatever you are, that's the ideal. Absolutely. Whether you're a frog or a human or a tree, right? <laughs> right? Allah, look, look what Allah says about animals. He says, they praise Allah, uh, the sun and the moon, they, they're in their course. Everyone knows their prayer. That means Allah is praising, right? Being in line with the divine. That's what's praiseworthy, not a one being male or female, right? I don't know if that's the point that you were getting at, but that 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 that's partially what I was getting at. But you know, it's it's become such an issue now that you can't even talk about this yeah. without some feminists claiming. Here's that, the thing: like for example, we're having this conversation. Yeah. Somebody's gonna say, I know somebody's gonna say, oh, it's just two guys. You guys don't have you guys don't have an opinion on this, and you can't have yeah. an opinion on this uh-huh. because you don't understand the woman's perspective. And granted, right. To some degree, we cannot understand. I don't have a problem with that as long as with you bring in, bring something, you know, uh, bring something, and I don't have no problem recognizing there's some things that we have limits on. What's Absolutely. wrong with that? You know, do you think, and this is my opinion, that the reason why this feminist craze has gotten so crazy is mm-hmm. because men yeah. haven't done their job, and they you you have these idiot men who mm-hmm. will talk about being balanced and this and that but then they'll go home and they'll beat their wives because they she, there, she gave them she gave them a diet coke versus a pepsi there <laughs> there's no doubt there is oppression there was oppression there is a hundred percent no doubt things don't come out of nowhere right, right? and things pass in extreme right yeah. when you look at the early suffragettes right from england they had uh, valid arguments right and so they're the ones who started it all okay they had very valid arguments. But what happened is that there are no parameters to the concept. Right. And because the concept has no parameters, right, uh, anyone could take it wherever they want. Right? Uh, so it could, it's taken overboard. And end up, you got a lot of guys throwing the baby out, of the bath, uh, out with the bathwater, which is wrong. If you have a woman in your life, right, if you have a woman in your life and she's up to date with stuff, she'll tell you there is a lot of stuff that goes on that's not right for women. Right. Right. In the massage, there are a lot of things that are bad in the families. There's a lot of double standard that has to be addressed. So when we're here bashing feminism, we see the extremes. Right. Yeah. I'm not not bashing bashing sisters or or women in general. Right. This is just really commentary about you you heard about the manosphere, right? 
know what you guys know about the manosphere? What is a manosphere? The manosphere is a, 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 a area online, basically a, a network of websites online that started up a couple years ago of guys who were sort of fed up, uh, fed up with uh, what they're seeing out there, and they started basically their own uh, response. Right, they teaming up joining networks and started by an Iranian guy, actually, Iranian-American, I think, uh, named Roosh. So I, a friend of mine, he's starting a Muslim uh, website on uh, uh, masculinity. He's called it Becoming the Alpha Muslim, and he's got a blog that you should check out. Check out. So he saw, he came upon this manosphere, and it's all about masculinity. What is masculine? What does it mean to be a man? So on these websites, these the thing is, they make solid arguments showing how uh, on, on the feminist side, there are some ridiculous arguments, right? right? However, they themselves are so misguided; it's disgusting. They have no, they have no parameters on how to beat what masculinity is either. Yeah, I mean, who? Right? They got it, no parameters. And the problem is, nobody can define that but an objective source, which is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That's it, right? Yeah, and that, that's, that's what we. And believe, then, right? and where, and where Allah and His Messenger are silent, right? You, you can't speak for the opposite gender either. Right, like you said, like we don't have a sister here. That's true, so that was why we have limit on what we could say. Absolutely, and they have to be consulted on their issues. Like even Omar bin Khattab, he consulted his daughter Hafsa. How long should a, a a couple go, so that when he sends the soldiers out, he sets a limit on how long the soldier can be abroad, right? Without his wife. Without, without his, his wife. without absolutely. yeah absolutely. Yeah. How long can he be without his wife? He consulted Hafsa. Well, how long can a, a regular woman go without? being with her husband, right? And she put up four <clears throat> fingers, right? So he made a limit that a soldier cannot be out for more than four months, right? Right. So look at the where the consultation was, right? He asked the person whose right that is, that's her right to a husband. He's taken her husband away with the haq, right? For a just cause, but he needs to know what's the limit. So this is why it's all about parameters. And I think that if some basic parameters were observe, observed, most people, there wouldn't be, uh, you know, a lot of issues or disagreements. And um, would you be able to tell us some of those basic? What do you think um, about what? Because there are a lot of things here. There's, uh, you know, you brought up uh, gender identities and, and, you know, what so, in specific. So there's a few. I think the first I'd like to talk about is there's lots of Muslims confused on what it even means to be a man or be a woman, right? What traditionally has this been defined? You know, when I think of being a man, it could be a number of things, mm -hmm. right? But I mostly paint it as I have a responsibility. Here's the beauty in Islam. Right. We have no concept except image about being a man. Rather, what Allah and his messenger tell us is how to be a son, how to be a brother, how to be a husband, how to be an employer, how to be an employee. It's far more nuanced than just a man and a woman. Right. That's and that's a big thing, right? So if you notice, when does Allah say men and women? He says in your appearance, right? Right. He says, in your appearance, a man who tries to come with the appearance and walk and talk of a woman, softening his voice, dressing with what is commonly known as women's dress at that time, okay? Because there's some cultural things there, right? Dress, uh, uh, behaving like a woman, what is what people would look and say, you're behaving like a woman, right? If you, right. Like in English, they say, if you get 100 guys at the bar, right? 10 guys at the bar, right? What are they going to say? They're going to give you the average answer of the people, right? We would right. say something similar, right? Like, uh, you know, we'd have our own analogy. If you get 10 you know, people who pray, they'll define, is this guy behaving like a man or a woman, right? You get 10 right. women, is this guy behave, is this woman behaving like a man or a woman? So let, it's, up for, it's cultural. 
But other than that, when it comes to rights and responsibilities, far more nuanced. Your, your, your neighbors, your employees, your employers, your sons, your daughters, your brothers, your sisters, all these, and it has their own guidance. And so what would you recommend for a lot of people who are trapped in this kind of feminist dialogue or even the men who don't understand the rights of women? You know, there's two extremes. How would mm-hmm. you address both of them, right? There's one that's... I mean, they're lost in their own extremes, right? So how would you address both of them? And there might be people listening to this now, you know, who are wondering, you know, what can I do to properly understand the balance? So you're, what you're referring to is people sort of caught in their mental matrix, right? And being caught in a mental matrix is something we build up our own mental matrices, right? Matrices, I guess the plural is. And honestly, uh, a lot of times when people are stuck on an opinion, it's a reflection of arrogance, Right. Even we should be listening to everything, right? Absolutely. We shouldn't shut out anything. Even though we, we I'm, I'm sitting here mocking a lot of things, I'm not even going to open up certain thing, articles to read, right? But at the same time, right, there has to be a degree of flexibility to listen and some humility. Maybe there's a point somewhere. As absurd as an idea might be, there might be, you know, something that we should be listening to. So... Uh, in the general uh, query, what you're asking right now is people are in a mental matrix. They cannot get out unless they're humble enough to listen. They have the humility and willingness to listen, right? If they're not humble enough to listen, humility, firstly, they probably already shut the podcast off, right? Right. 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 When we talked about some other, just the, said the word feminism, right? But if they're not, if they are listening, then... Uh, you know, they have some uh, capability of, of and, and willingness to listen, right? That's the start. You know? I, I mean, I, I totally... And agree. if that's the case, we're going to go back to cosmology. We're going to go back a step. Do we agree on what exists? This is the first question. Do we agree on what exists? Because we say, well, God and prophecy doesn't exist, then we have no dialogue. I'm playing baseball and you're playing football. Yeah, There's no dialogue. You can't proceed further. You can't right? proceed further. The next question is, all right, now epistemology. Now that we believe that God and prophecy exists, where do we get... Where did God and prophet put their uh, uh, teachings. So if we're going to agree on the Quran, no doubt about that. Are we going to agree, are we going to agree on the Hadith? Right, right. I don't enter a discussion if the Hadith is not agreed upon. It's like saying, let's play baseball, but no bats. Right? Yeah. Not accepted. Right? I won't accept it. Right. And, and, and I've noticed, and I think I was talking to Ali about this earlier, that <clears throat> all of these extremes, mm-hmm. whether it be these extreme feminists or these people who are, you know, they don't, they don't uh, count hadith, right? Uh-huh. The liberal groups, uh-huh. right? I feel like all of them have put together this own fifth madhab of theirs. The misfits, basically. Yes, the misfit yeah. madhab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, and I think that's a good name for it. That's what it is. <laughs> right? That's what it is. And I, I can't take credit for that myself. So, uh, <laughs> a very good friend of mine told me, you know, the misfits. This is what the, and, and, and here's the thing. Amongst us. What's the back door for all these people to come into the community, right? It's through weak ulama, right? Weak, quote unquote, uh, claiming spirituality and to so if this is what's driving me insane these days, the people on who are upon truth, right? They're upon right aqidah. They're upon uh, the right path. They are weak. What happened to them, right? They refuse to shut the door on certain ideas. Not people. We can't. We don't shut the door on people. We don't want to shut the door on people because I'm ideas. telling you, a lot of people are needing some type of help, right? A lot of people need help. A lot of people need compassion. Yeah. But ideas, you have to be, uh, 
you have to be staunch on your aqidah. You got to be staunch on your beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot allow certain doors to open. At night, if there's a storm, are you going to allow someone to crack open the window, right? No. So we have to be welcoming to people, but crystal clear on ideas. And we shouldn't stand on platforms to confuse the people with others, all right, of those beliefs. That's part of being clear. But if we're on our own home turf, Okay, and someone wants to come in, they're welcome to come. We shouldn't be mocking. We shouldn't be putting down people and individuals, right? But uh, this is who I blame for all this, this, this trouble, right? I always go back and say, if you got a problem, look at your own home base. Look at your own behavior, right? La talumuni. Shaitan says, don't blame me. Walumu anfusakum. Blame yourselves. I always look at myself, right? So all this has happened because when we say the ummah, well, who is the who are the, uh, the 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 group of individuals that are supposed to be leading our ummah? Is the ulama? It's because the even, and I hate to say this because you know I'm I'm a, I'm an ignorant person, mm -hmm. but many of our ulama looking at them is is pitiful nowadays, right? Because you yeah. see, I think you and were, we have to spe specify some, right? We just have to specify so, some. There will always be from excellent ulama, but like you said, some, some. you look at some and you're like, this is Adam. What's going on, right? And then that's why that's where you know the layperson is confused. Totally confused. Who do I, have, who do I go to? I have no uh, blame on a Muslim kid who just at, growing up an average Muslim maybe goes to Jummah every once in a while, right? Then he goes to university, takes a few classes, and then gets himself into a matrix that we just talked about, right? And believes all this religion is a bunch of nonsense, right? Tell me, how am I supposed to blame him when there are you very can't. little you can't. little was given to him in the first place? Right, I used to be so angry to see these things, and I still, my Yanni, see what you're talking about. Like a friend of mine told me, he went to college, he had to do a HR thing, and they gave him a list of 27 genders to memorize. Okay. Yeah, same, same. You just same, go. Same, you same, just want to laugh and mock these things. But I'm, I'm looking at the situation now. Youth are growing up. There's no teaching, right? There's no yeah. teaching. How can I then hold him responsible for anything, mm -hmm. right? And the teaching on the university side is far more aggressive. They're very aggressive with their ideas, right? It's far more sophisticated, right? In other words, they got a whole university, right? What do we got? Right. Right? They got professors. They got books. It's far more sophisticated. There are peers. They're all encouraging this. The whole university encourages this. So when I look at these youth, you know, I'm starting to... I know I, I, I st I'm starting to try to look at it from an angle of Rahmah while not at the same time falling into what some others have fell into and a lot of chaplains fall into this, right? Because they got to be, they're, they're compromising. They, they're yeah. compromising. They have to please the university. They're compromising in the first place. They have yeah. to be, yeah. yeah. They're compromising in the first place, right? Uh, I try to look with a view of Rahmah that on the individual without compromising an inch, compromising an inch, Right of uh, uh, of our beliefs, you compromise an inch, you open the door, a, a centimeter, you're going to regret it. Right? You share platforms with people; it's a sign to, it's an indicator. Right? So I had someone sharing a platform with someone. He said, "Yeah, I don't believe that." Well, why are you sharing a platform with him? <laughs> right. I don't understand what's wrong why with you. Are you? There? Why, why are you there? giving him a round of applause? Yeah, it's, this is like uh, uh, there's something in Islam called iwa. Iwa. It's a concept you have to memorize. It means that you are sp supporting someone on a wrong belief, right? Iwa man awa mushrikan, right? Allah subhanahu wa man awa muhdithan, two hadiths, whoever uh, helps a pagan enemy of Islam, in other words, a, a soldier from the other side, whoever helps an innovator, you are helping them. 
You were inviting them to your place, sharing platforms, giving them rounds of applause. No one said be mean and be a jerk, right? But, but at the same time, you don't need to call them. You don't dinner. need to prop them up, right? Right. Right. Why are you propping them up? Mm-hmm. So this is the balance that I feel that it's lost, right? And honestly, I'm staying away from this stage. Why? Because a lot of people who get lost is they believe that they could go into the fire, right, and not be touched. And this is kibr. Rather, right? Uh, rather, the uh, our dean tells us fear for yourselves and be very careful. Right. right. Be careful. So I don't get involved in these things, and I'll say, look, okay, I admit I fear for myself. Let me just. Uh, uh, pull out of these whole atmospheres, okay? And I fear for myself. That's what taqwa is, right? Absolutely. Fear for yourself. And see, over time, what's actually happened is our deen, even people, when people listen to this, right? They're mm-hmm. going to, you know, I, I'm sure many people will think, oh, you know, why are always people talking about the negative? Why are people always talking about the problems we have? Yeah, I don't want to listen to anyone. See, see like know. now it's become, you know, they, I hate the negative. They right? have I don't, those, I have negative people. I don't listen to them. I ignore them. I don't even know they exist. Just, just shut up the community. Well, they have like, well, now everybody wants that like mega church imam where you go, <laughs> imam yeah. where you go in and he tells you some He's got fluff. a plastic face on. Well, he tells you some fluff about yeah, like, like, oh, like you know, how to be happy. Happy What's his like, name? Olson? David Olson? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Joel Austin. No, no, Joel Austin, yeah. <laughs> Joel, Joel Austin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they want. The guy with a plastic face on, he's got plastic teeth, he's got makeup on, he's a televangelist, and he got televangelist imams, right? And says yeah, nothing. Uh, his only, you know, the, his only uh, his only praiseworthy uh, feature is that he offends nobody. But he does offend people of truth, right? Yeah, he sure, offends people who care about the truth, right? right. He offends, and, and, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the word, يَغِيلُ بِهِمُ الْكُفَّارِ Right? In Surah Al-Fatih, at the last verse, يَغِيلُ بِهِمُ الْكُفَّارِ That means, enemies of God, if you annoy them, you've done something right, right? <laughs> if you annoy the enemy of God, you've done, what do you want to do with the enemy of God? Give him a cupcake, right? This is what these guys are doing, right? Or give him the stage. So, But here's uh, the thing, there, yeah. are, there are also many... People on the truth mm-hmm. who hear a lot of this, yeah. right? And here, here, last week we talked about losing your cell phone. This week we're talking about so many problems with genders. Next week we'll talk about this. When they go places, all they hear is is darkness, darkness, negativity. Um, you know what's what's oh, the here, light for the, the people thing. where yeah. there is so much darkness? I get what you're saying. Yes. I get what you're saying. Here's the thing. Uh, firstly, I, I tend to. I like to, if I do anything, I like to look at how can this thing go wrong and avoid everything way that, all the ways that could go wrong before you, you succeed, right? So good defense leads to offensive opportunities. Bad defense, the, 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 the forwards don't even have possession if you got bad defense. Your forwards will not even have possession, right, of the ball, okay? They don't even have possession of the puck if you got bad defense. So you got to have solid defense before you can have any offense. But what is the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel? The light that we have now is the Prophet, peace be upon him, said there will never be a time when there are no people of truth. They might be weak. They might be marginalized. But they will be there manifest. You won't have to look for them either. They will be there. Right? Manifest. And there will never be a time when you try to draw near to Allah except that Allah helps you. So there might be darkness out there, but for you personally, the, the, the opportunity and ability and the ladder to draw nearer to Allah Azza wa Jal and find peace of mind and, and sakina in your heart is guaranteed. It's a guaranteed oath from Allah Azza wa Jal that you will find friends, you will find imams, you will find supporters, and you will find what you need to live safely, not just you and your family as well.
Subhanallah. I mean, it's very true. It's yeah. very true. So you got to be positive from that respect. And then, and that's that's I know something that bothers a lot of people. Um, you know, where do they find this light in this darkness? Um, and and then, you know something that that always helps me is at the end of the day, you know, the the Prophet what is nur. Right, mm-hmm. we we believe that he provides us with light and mm-hmm. nur, and and I we reveal to you a book and nur. Exactly, yeah. and so I what what helps me a lot is you know sending salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. and 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 this has this has always been a light for me and and something that helps he, me. On a here's the basis. thing: I can I can engage with these ideas all day. At the end of the day, at five o'clock, I shut it all off, and I have a family. Right? right, And this is very important for Muslims to have. you got to have a family. Don't be like some of these others. You're 35, you're working, and you have no wife. Okay? Or uh, same thing with the women folk, right? With the sisters. You don't want to be one of those people. Okay? You need to have a family. Imbalance happens because you go home and you don't shut stuff off. Right? right. I shut stuff off. And I'm doing rocket math. I'm doing all sorts of things with, with, the, with the kids in the family. You, you got a spouse. You got to chill and unwind. You got to have a hobby. The Sahaba had stuff that they did with their families. They thought they were guilty, actually. They went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, Abu Bakr and Hudayfa, not Hudayfa ibn Yemen, another Hudayfa, and they said, we're monafics. We spend time with you. It's as if fire and, and, and paradise are right in front of us. We go home and we count our money and we, uh, uh, we play with our kids and we forget all of that. He right. said, this is not hypocrisy. If you stayed on that same state, an angel, the angels will come down and shake your hands. But there's a time for this and a time for that. So people, you cannot uh, bog yourself down with the, these ideas. Honestly, throw it over your shoulder and go home, right? Shut the, st- shut the stuff down, go home, and then deal with the real stuff that's going on in life, right? Real life happens at home and not online. You know? I mean, it's very true. Yeah. So now that we hear the call for prayer, inshallah. This has been a wonderful conversation. All right, alhamdulillah. Uh, so, you know, thank you, Dr. Shadi. Thank mm-hmm. you, Ali, for joining us today. Uh, so thank you, everyone, once again. Inshallah, catch us next time here at Safina Society. Uh, inshallah, we'll be regular with our episodes. Most likely, we'll be releasing Monday and Thursday, uh, 7 a.m., before your drives or before your commute, whatever it is you do. Uh, so inshallah, join us next time on the Safina Society podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. 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 Alham